Well, friends, welcome to the new year. We are here to continue our conversation today about the goals that you might have set for this new year. Um, We talked last week about how to set great goals, godly, relationship-focused, exciting, achievable, timely goals. We talked about what that can look like. And today, I want to continue that conversation by digging a little deeper into the action steps of our day-to-day lives, even when they're busy, even when our people are (laughs) needing us or driving us crazy or, you know, life is life. How do we move forward? How do we see success? How do we actually see the change that we believe the Lord wants us to see. That is where we're going today. So my friends, let's jump in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships relationship with him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you have probably noticed that I am a big fan of action, of practical action steps to make things happen. And um, honestly, that is born out of personal experience as a counselor, because a lot of people love the insight that can come through the counseling process. And praise God for that. He brings wisdom and discernment and knowledge and insight can be a big part of that. I do think there's value in understanding ourselves and the world around us and our people, like understanding all of that, why we do the things we do, all of that, that is meaningful, that is helpful. But at the end of the day, most people that I have worked with in the counseling room are coming in because they want something in their life to be different. They want to heal a relationship or better manage some difficult emotions, anxiety or depression. They want to wrestle through and and reconcile with some big issue from their past. You know, there's something going on today that they are unsatisfied with and unhappy about and they want to see change. And insight is wonderful. <laughs> it can be it can be encouraging or discouraging, I suppose, depending on what you find out and how you use it. Um, but the change is only going to happen if you do something different. You figure out a different way to speak or think or act or find a new habit or experience some growth from the Lord, the Holy Spirit, using that insight to walk you in a different direction. Like if something doesn't happen differently, then all the insight in the world does not actually change things. And so you have probably noticed on this podcast before um, that I always like to close things out, if not take an entire episode, to talk through practical action steps, application of whatever the topic is, whatever it is that we are talking about. And so I am excited for this conversation because I love goal setting and having time to kind of reflect on what's happening in life and consider what's coming next and make some plans for that. And then I love 
seeing the change happen and taking action, putting things on my to-do list or fitting them into my schedule or whatever it takes. And so I hope you're excited. I know I'm excited. Let's jump right in to, um, to some of these practical steps we can take to uh, achieve our goals, to see success in these areas that we are focusing on for the new year. And as we jump in, I will, I will uh, note that you might hear my littlest one here on the podcast. Uh, he was just trying to say hello. And um, not only am I not really that great at editing the audio in that part of podcasting, but, uh, you know, he's a part of my life. And welcome to the family of chaos that is sometimes the Hayes household. Um, so if you hear him, then smile along and we will just continue forward. Um, oh yeah, and I should remember to give my disclaimer that as I mentioned, I'm a counselor, I'm a therapist, but this podcast, of course, is not therapy, it's not professional or personal advice to you. Um, and you can find a ton of resources as well as more information about mental health, getting connected with a great counselor, all of that is at the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. Okay, so last week, I talked through how to set great goals, G-R-E-A-T, godly, relationship-focused, exciting, achievable, and timely goals. And so I'm not going to recap all of that. You can go back and listen to the last episode. Um, And then also last week in the Friday Faith Follow-Up, I shared my goals, my areas of focus for the new year. Um, And so now the question becomes, where do we go from here? It's officially January. In theory, we are all working toward the one or two or 12 goals that we have for this year. Maybe it's a resolution. Maybe it's a commitment. Maybe it's a goal, whatever you want to call it. Where do we go from here? And I really like the first step to be writing it down. Like when I talked through my goals on Friday in the Friday Faith Follow-Up, I was reading from a list. I have written them down. And actually, I shared not only the goal and, uh, you know, where that came from and why that was important to me, but also I shared a scripture verse that I have found that I'm going to be focusing on to help me... um, work toward those goals and help me have a biblical understanding of, you know, what does it really mean to have a consistent and robust prayer life and to have gentleness and kindness in my words. Like, I know what I think that means, but what I really care about is what does God think that means? What is a biblical understanding of these various aspects of life? And so my first recommendation, if you really want to see change and you want to take action toward a goal is to write it down, get it in front of you, get it out of your head and onto a piece of paper. Um, And then alongside that, finding scripture that either encourages you or motivates you or speaks into this goal or this area of life is going to be really helpful. And um, I would write that down as well. Yes, you can read it or listen to your audio Bible or whatever, but actually writing it down your own brain telling your hand to move the pen in a certain direction and write down these words from the Lord God Almighty, that is a powerful act. It helps us absorb the words better. It helps us understand them better. um, And they just become a slightly deeper part 
of our identity and our understanding. And so write down your goals and write down whatever scriptures or encouragements or the, you know, kind of the things along the way that are going to help you and encourage you as far as why this goal matters and what it really is all about. Now from here, you've got your goal in mind, you've got it written down. My next step for achieving some action is to um, almost like create a timeline. (laughs) Now you could do this, of course, in many different ways, but I'm a very visual person. And uh, I like to think about, okay, so if I'm currently at point A and I want to get to point Z, whatever my goal is, what is going to need to change or happen for me to move in that direction? And we talked, as we talked about the great goals framework, um, we talked particularly about making sure our goals are achievable. And a big part of that means I have influence over achieving this goal. It's not just some pipe dream. Um, It's not just something that I'm praying about. And we will talk about absolutely (laughs) the importance of prayer if we hope and uh, want to see movement toward our goals. Um, But right now I'm talking about the you element of it, the me element of it. What can I contribute? What can I do? What action steps could I take? Maybe that's removing something or adding something, changing something to move things forward. And so crafting a little bit of a vision for yourself of understanding what is life actually going to look like when I have achieved this goal And then breaking that down or kind of moving that backwards a little bit. So let's take as an example, one of my goals for this new year is to have gentleness and kindness in my words, right? So um, I have a scripture verse that I'm focusing on for that. Proverbs 15 verse 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Um, And I'm not reading it, so that might be slightly off because I have not intentionally memorized it yet, but I am working on it. Um, But that idea of, you know, having gentleness in my answers and avoiding harsh words. And when I sit down and kind of look at that timeline of, you know, how do I use my words today? Um, This is particularly here in my home with my family, with my husband, with my kids. Um, Even in my head, how do I think about myself or my in-laws or my friends or, you know, these other people who I interact with? Um, you know, when I think about where am I at today and when I have achieved this goal, what would that actually look like? (laughs) Probably you would not hear a lot of yelling in my household. Instead, you would be hearing words that are encouraging people, affirming people. The tone of voice would be different, um, probably in the whole household. Like, yes, I'm talking about my words here. But I believe my words are, are powerful and influential in how my kids act and talk and interact um, in what conversations look like with my husband. So even if I'm the only one making changes, I would expect that once I have achieved this goal, or, you know, let's be honest, I'm probably never going to 100% achieve that goal. But once I have moved solidly in that direction, there's not going to be yelling The tone of voice is going to be gentler. There's probably going to be more conversations happening rather than just directives toward other people. Um, You know, that, that starts to cast a vision, a picture of what 
my home will sound like as I consider this goal that I have around my words. And so this third step here, as far as moving things forward and starting to take action is to get a really clear picture, this idealized vision of what are things really gonna be like once I have achieved this goal, and then we start to work backwards. So if that is the goal I'm heading toward, the picture of, of well, I'm saying picture, but words are really more about sounds, <laughs> the sounds that my house will have and not have, and you know, what all of that will be like, well, I can back that up a little bit and say, if I'm going to achieve that goal, I need to figure out some action steps that help me not yell as often. Okay, that's an action step that's not super specific yet of like, how do I do that? But I can start to break it down into smaller, more tangible um, goals or things to be working toward that will move me toward that bigger ultimate goal. So I know if I'm working on my words, I need to work on not yelling. I need to um, train my mind to notice positive things about these little people who I love so much and my husband and myself and you know, to notice these things, to give thanks for these things, to speak about these things, not just think them, but actually speak them out loud. Um, and there's a number of other areas that I have thought about, but these are just examples of how that big goal thinking through what would that really look like can help me then kind of back up that timeline. I will never achieve that goal really if I haven't figured out what to do with my emotions that leads me to sometimes raise my voice or yell or speak a harsh word. Um, and I'll pause and just add an asterisk here. I hope it's I hope it's obvious, especially if you listen to the podcast for a while. Um, but this is not a goal that I'm working toward because this is some huge, horrible area of my life where I'm just screaming at my kids all the time. But it is a goal I'm working toward because I don't like the frequency with which I do raise my voice with my kids. And okay, those moments might be short, but I would rather them not happen at all. And so you might have a goal that feels like this huge, urgent, it's going to change everything about my day and my life kind of goal. Maybe today you are screaming at your kids. 80% of your conversations includes a raised voice or yelling or something like that. Or maybe it's only 8% of your conversations. And other people might look at that and say, wow, you're doing great. But if you want to see change, well, that is what we're talking about here. That is what you're working toward. It doesn't really matter what other people's standards or goals are. It matters what you assess to be happening for yourself and your family, what the Lord says is good and true for you and your family, and that is what you're working toward. So at this point in the process, um, now, in, you know, in the counseling room, if people bring in, you know, a goal that they're working toward, I certainly will help them kind of break that down into these smaller things that have to happen along the way. Um, but just generally, I don't typically talk about that a whole lot with other people because I want this part to be between me and the Holy Spirit and maybe my closest people, like talking to my husband about it. He sees me interact with the kids a lot. Obviously, he sees me interact with him a lot. Um, you know, what would this look like for him if my words were different? So you can have some conversations with this, but this is not necessarily the time to get a bunch of opinions from a bunch of people um, because they may not have exactly the same understanding or priorities that you have. 
So that's just maybe a little asterisk there as far as when you're breaking this down and starting to think it through. So now you have taken this big lofty goal. Now maybe it's a health goal, maybe it's a marriage goal, maybe it's a prayer goal or spiritual growth. You know, I'm talking about the example of my words. Lots of different things that you might be working toward. You've taken this big lofty goal and you've started to break it down. What are some things that have to change along the way for me to be moving toward this goal? And now as you look at the idea of that timeline, um, you could, if you're the type of person that really likes to have a to-do list and a deadline and something like that, you can put dates on this, right? Like by two weeks from now, I'm going to have my scripture verse memorized that helps me with this goal. And one month from now, I'm going to (laughs) be doing XYZ every day or, you know, have this new habit that I'm working on. You could do that. I'm personally not a huge fan of deadlines because, I, you know, they come and go and then all I do is feel guilty. So do what works for you. But it is going to be helpful to keep breaking down that goal into smaller pieces until it actually feels like a manageable thing that you could do on a daily or weekly or or regular basis. And so what I mean by that is, again, if we take this example, I'm working toward gentleness and kindness in my words. Well, part of that means I can't yell as much. I don't want to yell, you know, but I'm going to cut back on that. Okay, well, then I have to ask myself questions like, well, why do I yell? Why does that happen? I don't want to. It's not like that has changed. So if I've never wanted to do it, but sometimes I do it anyway, why is that happening? And what do I need to work on to change that? And so now we're breaking this goal down into deeper and more realistic steps of things that can and need to change. So at this point, we've written down the goal. We've written down our scripture or encouragement about why this goal matters or what it's really about. We've got a timeline with, with maybe with dates and times and things like that, but really kind of that vision, where are we heading and what are some steps we have to hit along the way to get there? Now we've started asking some questions. Why do I currently do X when what I really want to be doing, what I'm working toward is Y? You know, why am I at point A when I'm trying to get to point Z? Sorry, I'm throwing the whole alphabet here at you people. But that is the idea. We we are unlikely to really make changes and see progress if there's no understanding of the habits, routines, or struggles that are keeping us stuck at whatever place we are at currently. So with my example around my goal with words, well, one of the things that has to change is yelling. Okay, so I have to ask myself the question, why do I yell? Like, why does that happen? Um, And we've had numerous episodes on this podcast around managing our emotions and um, trying to help our kids not yell, trying to handle things ourselves without yelling. So for me, a lot of this is just kind of, you got to preach preach it to yourself, <laughs> remind yourself of what you know to be true, what you know to be helpful. And wherever I can, from that point, once I understand a little bit about, well, why am I currently doing what I'm doing that I'm hoping will change? A lot of times what I have found is that that combination of like breaking down this vision, this goal tour into smaller steps, well, I have to stop yelling, well, I have to start affirming, well, I have to start, you know, these other things toward working toward that ultimate goal of a peaceful, kind, word-filled home and relationships, 
that combination of breaking that down into kind of what has to happen along the way and understanding why isn't it happening already is often going to help lead us to those habits or routines um, or, or whatever those kind of day-to-day things are that we're going to need to start doing to move forward toward this goal. So as I understand why I might be feeling kind of stuck in a certain area that I'm hoping to change, well, now I can do things like write down in my planner, you know, every day I want to have three items added to my gratitude list. Like I want to be very intentional about gratitude in part because that's going to move me toward being a person who uses words that are kind and gentle. And I'm less likely to yell if I'm focused on what I'm thankful for. So now all of a sudden, I've taken this big goal and I have an action step that I can do every day that I can track if I am or I'm not doing it, that's going to move me toward that goal. And I can remind myself of truths like, hey, Jessica, if you don't want to yell at your kids, you know how powerful and helpful it is to pause before you say anything. Like when you feel that urge of just like, oh my gosh, why are you doing this or what's happening? Just pause, count to 10, count to 100. You know, there's a number of things you can do there. We've talked about that before. I'm sure we will talk about it again. Um, But okay, so that's an action step. That's a, I can check it off. Did I or did I not do this today? Or, you know, did I at least try? That's something I can do every day or kind of as needed, I guess, in that particular situation. Um, And this is where, again, I turn back to the power of writing things down. I have mentioned before on this podcast how much I like and value the planner that I use. I use the Hope Planner. There will be a link in the show description if you want to check it out. And one of the things that I really like about this planner is the white space (laughs) that it has because I can so easily add little reminders to myself like put a big star next to today's date and say pause or, you know, watch your words or, you know, something that's just a little short reminder to me of an action, something I want to be intentional about. And frankly, my friend, if I don't have that written down, if I'm not looking at it, I am a lot less likely to remember it and do it. And I'm probably going to look at it again at the end of the day or tomorrow morning in my quiet time and think, oh, shoot, I totally forgot to even think about that yesterday, let alone do it. That has gotten a lot worse, frankly, since I've become a mom. So if you have not started keeping little notes to yourself everywhere, but you feel like you're getting behind on life, um, hey, give it a try. because It is super helpful for me. Side note there. Um, But, you know, it's powerful to write these things down, but it's also powerful to get to see it, to see that little reminder in the middle of a hectic day, who knows where my emotions are at, who knows what mood my kids are in, or, you know, what's going on throughout the day, I can see that reminder that no matter what's going on is going to be helpful. It is going to be helpful to pause before reacting, even to the things that I can't predict yet. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know something is probably going to get under my skin at some point, um, at least during the week, if not during the day. And so, again, writing down whatever those, now we have more of a tangible action step or a habit to start trying or something we want to be very intentional about that is actually something we are doing. I am pausing when I notice the urge to yell. I am writing down 
those three things every day that I'm thankful for. And I also like in my planner, I know a lot of planners have this now. Um, it has like a little, I think they're shaped like little drops of water. I guess theoretically a lot of people have goals of drinking more water or something like that. Um, but, you know, some little tracker in there where I can mark off, okay, there's 10 little boxes here and I can fill in how successful was I really with working toward this new habit in my life? Was this a 10 out of 10 day or a 7 out of 10 day or a 2 out of 10 day? You can kind of shade in the ones along the way. It's very visual. I like that. And so focusing in on one or two action steps at a time is going to be a lot more helpful than having 12 different things that you're trying to do differently today or tomorrow or, you know, on really on any given day. And so, yes, I want to work on, uh, maybe I've got this action step of writing down that gratitude list, or I've got this action step of being very intentional to pause when I find myself feeling angry or feeling frustrated. If I add 10 other things to that list, I want to do this and this and this and this, I'm less likely to do any of it because it's just going to feel overwhelming and I'm just going to forget because life is life and I've already got the habits that I've got. And so changing those habits, we have to focus in on what is going to be the next step to move me forward. So we've written down our goal. We've written down our scripture or encouragement around why it's our goal. We've got that timeline of kind of where am I going and what are the steps along the way. We've thought through some questions to try to understand why we're doing what we're currently doing. And from there, we've got some practical habits or intentional actions that we want to take on a, well, a regular basis, might not be every day, but a regular basis that we know this small thing today, it's going to move me toward that big goal in the future. And once I'm feeling pretty good about this small little step, I've got my daily gratitude list going and I've been doing it for 30 days or 50 days or whatever it is. Well, now it's a lot easier to add in the next piece of the puzzle. And then along with all of this, you've kind of got this plan here, visualizing it, like getting it written down, whatever planner you use, or, you know, there's a thousand different apps you can download that would prompt you with these reminders during the day or something like that. Um, but finding some way to see your progress, to see that check mark on the calendar, or you've colored in your progress day by day of working on this, this particular habit, whatever it is, seeing that progress is going to be helpful, is going to be motivating. Because now you've written down your goal and your why, your, your scripture with it, but you're also writing down those small steps along the way to actually see it happening, to work it into your planner, your daily schedule, your daily routine, you know, whatever it is, however you kind of structure your day or your, your life, <laughs> writing it down and making this thing a part of what you're already going to look at or already be doing. So it's not this extra thing. Now, all of a sudden, it's a part of your regular life. If you don't use a planner, find an app or something like that that can pop up on your phone. Um, if you don't want it to be quite that frequent, like whatever calendar you've got hanging in the kitchen for everyone to see, you know, write down little reminders on there. There's a lot of options for how you do this, but however you do it, find some way to take those actual action steps and visually track the progress. And now from there, I want to kind of back out a little bit 
as we think about our real question today, how do we see action and change and make that happen as we move toward these goals? We've talked through a lot of that achievable aspect of our goals. Um, and with that, I would say probably the timeliness of them because you do want these action steps that you eventually get to, the gratitude list or the pausing you know, when you're upset or whatever your action step is. I'm getting my 10,000 steps today or we're not eating sugar, you know, so... I need to find some different recipes that cut out sugar <laughs> if we make muffins or whatever it is. You've got those little action steps that's very timely, very appropriate to your stage of life, your season of life. But there are, as we back out from that a little bit, ways to incorporate the godliness and the relationship focus and even the excitement of these goals to help you move things forward. Oh, you might hear him there in the background. So as we take a step back, let's start with considering the godliness of this goal. <laughs> um, and this is a bit of a loose connection, all right? So you've already made the goal. Obviously, you want your action steps to also be biblically healthy and appropriate. But what I want to speak to here, when we intentionally consider the spiritual aspect of goals and progress and, you know, seeing things happen, we need to be praying, if this goal is important enough that you are trying to change something, you're taking action, you're maybe involving other people, absolutely you need to be including the Lord. He is one of those people. He wants you to be laying this before him, seeking his wisdom and his direction, um, seeking his guidance, and, and just asking for his hand of blessing on this area that you are trying to change. Not only do we want to protect as much as we can, realistically, in our human hearts, we want to protect against the pride of thinking, wow, I achieved this great goal. We want to protect against that, and prayer is a big part of helping us do that. But also, God has power that we do not have. He can change hearts in ways we will never even get close to. He knows the full big picture when all we know is this tiny piece of it that we're looking at. And so if you want your goal to be successful, the Lord is the one who will have the power to do that, who can change things in ways that you would never expect. And we will talk in our Friday Faith follow-up this week about some of the Proverbs in particular that speak to um, how important it is that a man has his plans, but remembers that really it's the Lord that determines our steps. So we'll talk through a little bit of that. How do we hold these plans loosely, but still be intentional about them? Um, I don't mean loosely like it's not important to you, but loosely as in recognizing that it's God who really is going to decide, do we or do we not move forward on this goal? Um, so pray about it. Pray about what you're struggling with. Pray about what you're excited about. Pray as much as you can, as often as you can, about these things that are important to you, especially as they impact your relationships and your people and these others in your life who the Lord also cares about. And as you're pulling the Lord into this <laughs> through prayer, consider also that relationship aspect of your goal, the relationships that you see this goal impacting, hopefully positively, <laughs> Are those people that you can get involved or engaged in helping you do these action steps? Maybe that's accountability. Maybe that's praying alongside you. Maybe that's asking them to work on changing something because that will help um, 
everyone and everything move toward this goal. So again, as I think about my goal of working toward gentle and kind words, that's something that I can talk to my husband about. Oh, yes. Hello, little one. I can talk to you, too. <laughs> the infant can't do a whole lot to help me, necessarily. But my husband probably can, you know. Can he, can he give me a certain look or a certain word that reminds me, hey, Jessica, you're starting to raise your voice, or it seems like you're getting frustrated. Um, can he help me by maybe working on his words? Because they might trigger me or upset me or move me in a certain direction. If there are other people who can help, who can be a part of it, an encouragement, an accountability aspect, a prayer partner, a prayer warrior, like involve other people in whatever degree makes sense for the goal that you are working toward. And then the last piece that I want to say here, as we think about making things happen, <laughs> seeing actual progress and taking action toward our goals, is to remember that this goal should be exciting. This should be something that you are excited to change. Like, I'm not saying it won't be hard work. It won't be difficult. It will be hard work. It will probably be difficult. Changing our habits and routines and the way we do things, it takes work, even when it is good. And that might make it stressful. It might mean you have moments of disappointment or frustration. But if, at the end of the day, if you're not excited for this goal to actually happen, then you need to stop and reevaluate. All the action steps in the world are not worth it if they wind up walking you in a direction that it turns out you don't really want to go or you won't really see a big impact in your life if you do go there. Like, oh, well, that was nice and I put in a lot of time and sweat and effort and crying and all this, but eh, didn't make that big of a difference. That is not worth it. Your time is far more valuable than that. And the Lord wants us to be wise with how we use our time. So you might not be excited about every single action step that is going to move you toward that goal. But as much as possible, focus in on the ones that you are excited about, where you can see a win tomorrow and not just have to wait six months or a year before you see this final goal being met. Um, and trust me, very few goals happen on that kind of a timeline. <laughs> some goals we can achieve in a week, some in a year, but big picture things like me working on my words, that's something I've already been working on for the 10 plus years that I've been a Christian. Like that was one of the very first areas that the Lord convicted me of was how I was using my words. And here we are more than 10 years later, and I, again, am trying to work on a specific aspect of how I use my words. So many of the goals that are important to us and exciting, things that we really genuinely want to see change, this is the long game, my friend. And so break it down into action steps that are actually manageable, that you can actually plug into your calendar or your daily schedule or whatever it is, so that you can see little bits of progress along the way to keep you motivated, keep you excited, and keep things moving in the right direction. And that, my friends, is where I want to leave things today. So if you haven't even really thought through your goals yet, go back and listen to episode 110 where we talked about those great goals. Um, and then let me recap 
the action steps <laughs> that we talked about today for how to actually move things forward toward achieving that goal. We talked about writing it down as well as writing down the scripture or encouragement um, as far as why this goal matters to you, what it really looks like and means. Get a timeline going as far as having a vision of where am I heading, what is the end game here, and then what are the steps along the way that are going to move me there. Ask yourself some questions, understanding why you're doing what you're currently doing, what would need to change so that that's going differently, um, and to break that down, you know, in the day-to-day, the emotions or the thoughts or the interactions or the things on your schedule, like what are the things getting in the way, why are they happening, and what can you do about it? And at that point, once you have some of those daily things to do or things, you know, action steps to be very intentional about, now get out your planner, get out your calendar, get an app on your phone, figure out some way to write it down, get it visual, get those reminders in front of you to do those daily or at least regular action steps. And through all of this, be covering it in prayer Give all of this to the Lord. (laughs) Even your action steps, yes, you have a responsibility there, but the Lord is the one in ultimate um, authority (laughs) and who knows the big picture, what is truly good and truly beautiful. So cover this in prayer and stay excited. See those small wins happen. Celebrate those. Enjoy those. Um, You know, don't just like grit your teeth and bear it for six months to work on something. Find ways to enjoy it along the way. And if you're not, take that to the Lord and try to figure out what's going on and what can I do differently. Now, let me close you out by reminding you of a few resources that might help you. Um, Really, I'm just going to encourage you to check out the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. Um, We have some helpful devotionals. We have a lot of free downloadable resources. Um, Check those things out because whatever your goal is, something around maybe relationships or spiritual growth, like we've got a lot of good stuff there that might be helpful to you in whatever your goals might be for this new year. Um, And then I will mention the same episodes that I mentioned from episode 110. If you go back and listen to episode 60, What if you're the only one trying? Five steps to setting goals and creating change in your family relationships. Episode 85, finding the secret formula for raising and enjoying your Christian family. And episode 96, how a busy mom can create family rhythms that bring joy and peace to family life, no matter what craziness is going on. (laughs) Those are some earlier episodes that might be helpful for you. That's episode 60. 85 and 96. And all those links, of course, are in the show notes for today. Um, And my friend, that's all we have. Actually, I can hear my kids waking up from their nap um, right on schedule. I love a good schedule, but you know what? Toddlers, they just are not always about it. So (laughs) I am thankful that we got this whole thing recorded during nap time. Praise be to God. I am excited as well to come back and check in at our Friday Faith Follow-Up about some of these proverbs that speak to having goals, having plans, taking action, but remembering and standing firm on the truth that ultimately it is the Lord that determines our steps, our progress, our plans, everything that happens. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit. 
I know it will be an encouraging and helpful reminder for all of us. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and circle back with us on Friday. And until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.